and welcome back to another edition of Inner World Podcast with your host, Mary Wynn. And today we kind of have an odd movie. Mm-hmm. The movie we're talking about today is Hudson Hawk 1991's. And today's guest is Casey Bukumon. Oh, oh my God, no. you just told me how to say your na- last name you, several you times. We're killing it like the whole, the oh, whole time. I know. This whole time. Do you want a hint? Yes. Bach? Bach? Uh. Uh. Mini. Baca mini. I Baca just like mini. I I think I looked at your name and then yeah. was just like froze up. Look, self doubt kills a lot of I us know. in the moment, <laughs> yeah. and that's fine. Yeah, but you said it. If you next time say it confidently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bucamante, <laughs> Balawini. Yeah, Balawini. Ba- yeah. Um. When t- I my C's, I don't have great penmanship, oh. and so I guess some caller mm-hmm. saw my name written on something I had filled out and called me Callie Balamini. <laughs> So she's a character now that I play. She's like super, I don't know, she's like a pumpkin spice latte sometimes. Like, Callie, yeah. Callie's way different than Casey. Yeah, yes. Casey. Callie's those on are, her own tip. Those yeah. are different people. Totes, sure. yeah. totes different people. So you're the one that suggested this film for us to do. Not Sorry. just not to put no. Sorry, you're welcome. No. We we put a lot of people through a lot of shit on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so like uh, what like drew you to this movie or like or how did Um, you know about it i saw it so i am i guess the very tail end of gen x Mm -hmm. and not a millennial so i like used to go to the movie theaters with my parents like on the weekends (laughs) it's like a thing that people used to do um and so my dad took us to see this movie in the movie theater actually Mm -hmm. at a drive-in whoa nice yeah 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 yeah. those things used to exist for real and um, we tell watched, us more. Know, tell us more, will you please? Back in the 1980s, there's a thing called the drive-in. Um, and I love Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved him from Moonlighting. Oh right? yes, mm-hmm. yes. A very very funny 80s television show. You should go back and watch it. It actually tonally is very similar to this film. Whereas Die Hard was a very big departure for him. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Oh, Die yeah. Hard is a very serious action film. He is not your prototypical action star if mm-hmm. you compare him to Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger ah, at the time. Yes. Um, right? He's not muscle bound and mm-hmm. he can speak and he's very funny and yes. eloquent. And that is the, yeah. the that's the part of him that people really like about Die Hard, right? Mm-hmm. Is that John McClane is yeah. a sort of an anti-hero. Um and, and like he's just he has a charisma about him for sure. Bruce like Willis? He, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. smooth operator. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like all over this movie. Like, he. The ha- putting. The initial scene of him putting on his hat is like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, so good. No one wears a hat like that. <laughs> no one in the 90s. But also in the 1990s, like, Ducky from Pretty in Pink wore oh, yeah. his hat like that. And I'm uh-huh. like, that's not cool. <laughs> Ducky was specifically not cool yes. because of that hat. That's true. This movie was a huge flop, right? Yes. And it was like a joke that this is one of the most expensive movies, I think, at the time. And mm-hmm. it was a huge financial flop. I always thought that there is a um, there was a, a sentiment in it. There's pieces of it that are so wonderful and unique. And... I, when I saw this opportunity on Who Ha Hot and I saw your podcast, I was like, oh my God, this is how we save Hudson Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we save this, it. This is how we save it. Yeah. This is world, what we do. Bruce Willis will see the inner world pop, if you will, for this <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> the inner world bump. Yeah. 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 I mean, and also, most of the key characters are still alive today. Yes. So, I mean, yes. remake. 
Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all of our in- input, yes. obviously. <laughs> I, I think so. I think that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, a little bit of the background of the movie. Um, it was directed by Michael Lehman, who famously directed Heathers, which is another in a world podcast. Oh. Movie oh, Heather's we- is an incredible movie. Yeah. But that's a very good movie, who, for yeah. sure. Who yeah. in their right mind? So, but you can see as soon as you find out he directed Heather's, you're like, oh god, I got, I got, I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, now I know what we were originally going for. Yeah. Yes. Um. So it's starring Bruce Willis and Andy McDowell. Mm-hmm. And Danny Aiello. Yes, yes. And uh, the budget for this movie was $65 million, which was huge for 91. The box office for it was $17.2 million. Which wow. is so generous. Yeah. <laughs> like all of their Italian family members went to go see it. Like yeah. that means the cast and crew and family went to see it. Yes, that's and exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's get into our pitches and I'll go first. I wanted it. Like, I think out the gate, I didn't feel like it was as absurd. And then it just got weirder and weirder and weirder. And I think that's when it lost me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think just making it absurd up the top and then just, like, because that made it so, like, the rest of the film kind of flew over my head as time went on. And so I was, like... I think it's trying to be like a naked gun in like that sort of movie. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of felt like that, but it didn't really hit it that hard. So I think just like making it even more outrageous, like uh, like coming out of the uh, the jail and stuff and just making it a little more then I would have been like, OK, I get what this movie is. Mm-hmm. But yes, that's my page. Yeah. It weird, weirdly tots the line of like. Like Looney Tunes live action film, and then like Die Hard. Yes, and it needs it totally like it can't be both. It needs to go like either way. Yeah, yeah. My three main problems with this movie mm-hmm. are tone, yes, off, yeah, right, and it sh- it shifts yeah. and it shifts in very uncomfortable ways. Yes, that don't tie together. Yeah. Number two, the characters because of the tone don't make sense. Yes. Right. Some are very serious. Some are insane. Yes. <laughs> Some Who could you like, possibly be talking yeah, about when I mean, you say that? There's like a whole like consortium of them. Yes. yes. And then the overall plot mm-hmm. is so convoluted. Yes. That it makes it, it so if they just all pile on to each other. And the story was co-written by Bruce Willis. Yes. And I think he was like, fucking throw it in. Yeah. Like, well, that he was like, on the set re- rewriting it. He's yeah. on the set making suggestions. That's mm-hmm. part of why this tone is so weird. Sure. Because he's just like, what if we did this? And yeah. then they, they like scrambled to do it and like now we have somebody dying with a missile on their face. Yes. Have you ever had a friend who like invited you to an Im- improv, like a jazz improv show where it's like, we're just going to get some instruments and we're just going to fucking throw down. Gonna, like, <laughs> like, like a jam, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Like a, but it, like jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where it could go real south real quick. <laughs> like squeaky high notes and trumpets and trombones yes. that just are off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what this felt like. Yes. It felt like, I'm fucking Bruce Willis. I'm going to roll in here. We're going to have a lot of fun. Right. I'm going to have my three earrings and my fucking trench coat <laughs> and my hat. And my sweet ass hat. And my sweet ass hat. And I'm just going to like... I don't know, sing songs while I'm rock. So out of the gate. Yes. If you're a cat burglar, silence (laughs) (laughs) is key. Is the number one thing. That is the thing that I. Silence and invisibility, singing, 
swinging on a star at the top of your lungs while you're fucking stealing yeah. Leonardo da Vinci's horse. Yes. I do like, I did appreciate how he, they whispered it. They whispered it for the first half. Like, singing on a star. Like, they was like, okay, I guess maybe this could be in a world where this is very quiet. Yeah. Sure. And then they are full on dance number belting it yes. at the very end. But you would think, though, tonally, if they then broke into a dance musical number. It's in that yes. world. When it, it went out of the real world. Yeah. And then they, you know, you had the statue started singing. Yeah. Like the absurdity and the banality mm. of that. Right. I'm in. So fun. Fucking in. I yeah. love that. I yeah. love that so much. Yeah. If yeah. it's Looney Tunes live action, it'd be great. Yes. 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 Where, the, where the Mona Lisa starts singing it with you. Yes. You know what I mean? Like so great. things like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't stand at the most critical part where you have it and now you have to escape <laughs> and fucking belt. First of all, meet your, your cohort who's rewound videotapes that don't seem to rewind yeah. while they're on the screen. Yes. Turn out I, the lights. Technology is wild. Oh, <laughs> It's like a myth. So your pitch, essentially, just to lock that down a little bit, would be to, like, lock down the tone for sure. So number one, the tone. Yeah. What What is the story of Hudson Hawk that mm-hmm. is the most interesting right. that I want to tell? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And do you want my, do you yes, want what yes. that is? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, please. Cool. Yeah. So the story of Hudson Hawk should be, this is uh, the most incredible cat burglar who was set up and now he has been let out of jail and he and only he has the skill set needed to steal these three pieces of artifacts from uh-huh. something in order to achieve this world domination. Right. And it's simple, very simple. You have the Vatican on one hand trying to stop them, and then you have a, a m- m- conglomerate, right? Yeah, oh, right. Of, of, I would simplify it. You would have a yes. billionaire, like a Dr. Evil type right. crazy people, uh, and then the Vatican. Yes. That is, and you don't know... On which side then, either fault. Yeah. Like why the FBI so did not need to be in this. Yes. Like was at it all. the FBI or was it the oh, CIA? Oh, sorry, CIA, sorry. CIA, C- yes. CIA did so or did not. Or was it somebody? Or was it the MTVIA, <laughs> which is what they call themselves? Also, oh God, not sh- worth the joke, like at no. all. Yeah. What joke? Yeah. Exactly, you know. Funny. Yeah, exactly. Like, is that, what's there, what's it there for? Why, why was that bad guy there? Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming they're. They were takeoffs, spinoffs of Bond villains. Oh, in my that's my read of that is that those are Bond villains because they have those funny nicknames, and one of them is kind of with you, which is a very Bond tactic, Kit Kat. Right, right. Oh. So I'm sorry. So that's my pitch. Right? Yes, yes. You fix it. You make it a heist movie, and you make his skill set so important, and then you pit one establishment against another establishment. Right, and then you know. Hilarity, thrills, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then from there you can make it totally absurd, or you can make it super serious, or you can make it kind of quippy, funny. Mm-hmm. But once you have that initial structure, don't break. That's it. That's it. Don't break. You got it. Yeah. You don't need to break it. You can break it in any ways, but you have you have the supporting. Phone. You have yeah. the the scaffolding, mm-hmm. the sc- if you will. <laughs> what a dick. Speaking, <laughs> Excuse me. Speaking oh, of oh. scaffolding, scaffolding. Da Vinci <laughs> is a main focus. Yes, of this. yes. <laughs> which is an insane. It's insane. Okay, so it opens on an old book. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Robin Hood, Princess Bride. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah it I was, was like, totally ripping that off. Whoa. Yeah. Total they, studio, they, studio add-on, they right? They came out right at yeah. the same time, and they were like, oh, fairy tale. We need to yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, And it 
talks about Da Vinci in a bronze statue, and we get a glimpse of, like, Da Vinci at work with a giant machine that makes gold. Here's my pitch. I want this movie. Yeah. I don't give a shit about it. Briswell did not need to be in this. I want Da Vinci alchemy. That's all I want. <laughs> like, that was the weirdest thing. Like, I went into it. I was like... I'm expecting Bruce Willis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get Da Vinci instead. <laughs> it was like a long sequence, too. It's really long. Well, yeah. yeah. It's not like a quick, like, oh, there's the gold. That's it. Yeah. No, we get, like, plants for plot points. Yeah. That would make sense for us later. It's a mini movie. But it is, and really, honestly. It's like a Pixar uh, short film before the film. <laughs> yeah. It did feel like a... Um, have you ever seen like the glory of Easter or like the glory of Christmas where it's like this, these Christian retellings, Oh right, yeah. the gospel of Eureka is a uh -huh. documentary that came out um, recently where they, they, it, it is based a lot on, on a lot of things, but they have these reenactments all over the country. It felt like a reenactment. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this is that one time Da Vinci did that one thing where he had a machine that turned into gold. I don't fucking remember that from art history class. Did he do that? It would be so great if it like pans out and cuts to like it's the actual prisoners in the jail re uh, recreating oh, the, the, the story of Da Vinci. Correct. That would be so awesome. Totally correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Hudson Hawk is playing Da Vinci. Yeah. Or, <laughs> and he's not a fucking, there's a bird and you match cut. Poorly. <laughs> that bird with Da Vinci's flying machines. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was it's, like, I'm not sure how this connects. It's like so weird, like how they try to wedge into the, uh, like why he's called Hudson Hawk because he was in jail on, like it had to do with like a Hudson River. The Hudson yeah. River. Yeah. He's a bird. He's a bird, jailbird. Uh huh. Right? Yes. Hawk, the hawk is the, what they call the, uh, the wind that comes off the Hudson. Mm hmm. And so um, he is as silent as the wind, and he's from New Jersey. No. But he's not. He, he literally says no, that. I mean, he literally like, says that. That's that the, was his thing. But he's a cat burglar. And I'm like, you know, cats eat fucking birds. Yes. <laughs> like, just in our way cooler than hawks. Hawks are like kind of medium. I, I, They're not like it's a falcon or a raven right. or yeah. a bald eagle. It's a hawk. <laughs> Motherfucking bald eagle. Fucking bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to the in present day. <laughs> Mary's like, and we're going. Yes. <laughs> um, um, Hudson Hawk, a, a cat burglar, is being released from Sing Sing. As he's leaving, his parole officer in broad daylight in the jail mm -hmm. is propositioning him to do another and threat blackmailing him to do another heist. Mm -hmm. And um, I think he also admits to to framing him before in the yeah. first place, right, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he's the reason he's there. Yeah, something like that. And it was like, what is this world that we're in? And we are like right out the gates like, ooh, we are going into Bruce Willis town now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bruce Willis at its finest. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that they let him walk out of jail in his clothes <laughs> while he's in jail. Like oh, everybody yeah. else was in prison clothes, mm -hmm. but he was like already in his T-shirt tucked into dress pants yeah with a belt <laughs> yes well he's that good of a cat burglar <laughs> he just slides <laughs> into his yeah clothes. i was just like what he they would have walked him out in that clothing when they had the changeover scene sing like federal sing, sing, prison yeah. looked a lot like regular jail yeah. <laughs> didn't it i was they like couldn't get the rights no <laughs> they couldn't even get that right i'm like man mm. no 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 i forgot um, i forgot how low budge this was this was, part was <laughs> yeah and it was so weird because, like, um, he, like, I really liked his character because he's, 
like Bruce Willis is yeah. a great mm-hmm. actor. Oh my like, God. And, and like it's coming like comedically and like he's so quick with this character. He like stays in this character the whole time. It's just the out like everything around this character is just so poorly done. And I think it's just like laying on like so much stuff yeah. that like kind of burdens on him to be like a lot better than he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but boy, is he handsome. Yeah. Oh, Jesus it's Christ. It's stunning. It's amazing. Oh, with him, with when Bruce he, Willis with hair? Good God. Yes. That guy must Did have anybody know that guy had hazel eyes? <laughs> yeah. Fucking, when that Roman sunlight hit him, you're like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. When you're not covered in fake blood, you're so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Truly. Truly yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, Andy, and Andy McDowell is, you know, also stunningly yeah. gorgeous. Oh, yes. yeah. And just nothing compared to Bruce Willis. Yeah. Just shimmering and... She is like I. I was like as soon as I saw her, I was like, "Wow, she's so beautiful she's in this movie." Yeah. But then, like, I look over at Bruce. I'm like, I forget about her. Yeah. <laughs> like, you do. Yeah, you, you truly forget do. about everything when yeah. you're looking at you, young Bruce Willis. Yes. Then you think of young Demi Moore, and you're like, "Oh my God, they just must have been." Also, let's be real. Demi Moore looks exactly the same. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Yes. There's not. She's aged very well. Yeah. yeah. She has an age. Bruce Willis no. has. For them, kind of too. He just lost all of his, all of his hair. Well, no, he and he just, votes for Trump. He doesn't. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't smile anymore. Yeah, I think yeah. when he became an action star, action star. Yeah, he lost that charm mm, that he yeah. has in this. Like he's not allowed to be silly. Yeah, like he had it a little bit when he was on Friends yes. for a bit, and that mm. was great. But then he went like hardcore, all into serious action star, and that's boring. Even yeah. in Friends, he kind of like was still that like upper like almost like republican Mm -hmm. sort of guy that was like oh it's this is what i'm saying is funny but i'm like harder like it's not like silly like loose you know like in this movie totally but yes um i we digress not to talk about anymore we're still talking about bruce willis which is basically talking about hudson exactly because he is Hudson, huh? Hudson huh? <laughs> um, so he gets picked up by his uh, buddy Tommy. Uh, what was his nickname? Like, do you remember? Two tones. Tommy, two, two tones. tones. Oh, wait, yes. fat tones or something. Uh, five tones. Five tones. Oh, five yes. tones. Uh, Tommy, caught, five tones. It's a lot of fat jokes, and I'm like, he's barely husky. He's you not know? that bad. He's like. He's like mostly he's, old. That's well. Really. Also, he's like a slim Italian man <laughs> on any good day. That's like you know. Yes, I can show you a few uncles that I used to have. <laughs> so he gets picked up, and as soon as the car drives up, it's like a backfiring, and uh, Hudson Hawk is on the ground. He's just afraid of this world that he's like entered into. Um, and the first thing he asks for is like a cappuccino, which is it's a cool runner throughout the whole movie. It's the, it's the best bit of the entire movie. Yeah, it even better than the the number like the song yes, times. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the cappuccino bit repeatedly. What a great gag! Yeah, so poorly executed. Oh yes. right, executed great once. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, like once. Well, yeah. And we'll figure out which one Casey's uh-huh. talking about. Sure. Okay, so the first one is like um cuz Tommy gives him a cappuccino and as like basically at one point while they're driving back, Tommy like like uh breaks really hard and he drops it. He doesn't even get to uh drink it. Not even a sip. Not even a sip. That's the goal. He doesn't even get a sip. Which until is once in the movie and it's not the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is like what? <laughs> you just broke the gag. Yeah. yeah. In really 
A great way. I yeah. just imagine Bruce Willis be like, yeah, I get it. We got a gag, but I could really use something to drink at this scene. Yeah, yeah. So just mm-hmm. give me something to drink. I'll t- uh, it's fine. Yeah, no, no one will notice I'm drinking yeah, it. Can it's you fine. imagine the PA was like, uh, excuse me, Mr. Willis, you're not supposed to drink the cappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and the reason why um, Tommy like breaks so hard was because he's pissed that like uh, the patrol of uh, uh, parole officer was trying to blackmail him again to do an- another job. And like, which is understandable. Like Tommy, I felt like he was more realistic through of like a grounded character. Very throughout. grounded. Yeah, even though he was like still like a caricature of an Italian man. But also, there's moments in the film where I'm like, what is your purpose? Like, truly, did they really, truly just need someone to come in and be the de- like the de facto. I need to get out of this. How do I do that? Right. Call Danny Aiello. Yeah. I need. To, you know what I mean? Like that's that to me felt like. The, this guy was added in post. <laughs> well, they, yeah, there's legit scenes where, I mean, how many scenes did he actually do with Bruce, Bruce Wells? One or two? Yeah, there's, not that many. Well, there's the finale, there's the initial bank robber, and then there's the fight. The bank robbery, though, like, they did, like, half. And yeah, half yeah, yeah. Is, No, uh, it does honestly feel like they called him last minute we and were to- like, yo, we need, like, a... A conscious sidekick, right? Mm-hmm. Who also who doesn't want you to do this, but also totally enables you to do it in exactly the right moment, and then betrays you, yeah. but in a way that's the kindest possible way. And it's only to get you out of it at the end, yeah. But in the middle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in the middle, <laughs> did I track that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that was really yeah, good. Did. Literally, Danny Anna's entire character, and then at the end to just come in for the cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very perfectly astute observation uh, uh, of I mean, Danny Thank Ayo. you, Danny Ayala. What an incredible gift to the acting community, Danny Ayala. He, he, really, he is really is such yeah. a treasure. And honestly, better than this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, they could have picked a far lesser actor for this than mm-hmm. it would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine that if Pesci was playing this role, <laughs> it would have been a fucking I incredible. Think they, they wanted Pesci. They could, yeah. yeah. Pesci yeah, sure. would have been perfect for yeah. this. But yeah. He was too busy feeling like God, uh, Goodfellas at the time or something. I believe yeah. Goodfellas, yeah. yeah. Uh, he chose right. <laughs> if you, if, <laughs> between all three of us. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up at Tommy's and Hudson's, uh, like our... Lair. La- uh, like bar that they own together, right? Yeah. They're domestic partners, clearly. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, and Hudson finds out about how, like, popular the bars become like it's full of yuppies and like wall street people which i think i find like very interesting to add to that like layer that he's only been gone for a year no he's gone for 10 years, yeah, 10 well, years. 10 he was years? gone for a decade yeah because he missed memories like mrs nintendo and yeah, yeah. He, there's all these references oh. of, of 80s references that yeah. are very like age like so milk he, <laughs> he's out from 80 to 90 yeah or 81 and 91 Oh, and so he I... missed he missed the he missed basically old New York to new New York, oh. which is like a very astute commentary, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I, and it, no, I'm sorry, I was thinking of a different movie where I just saw Ed Koch, uh, former mayor of New York City during this uh, integral time period. Um, what hasn't changed is that the mob still shoots people <laughs> in bars. <laughs> And no one does anything about it. Yeah. Which was the point of Yuppie New York, that yeah. no one was allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. Right. That was the old New York and New York. And so I think it's like repeatedly in this theme, you see these things clashing of like the old and the new, the established. And they're mm. doing it in a way that is awful. Yeah. But they're trying. They're yeah. like, I know we should do something where it's like, 
oh, the new and the clash. So let's, right. Let's have a silencer in a bar, shoot a cappuccino. It doesn't fucking kill anybody. Yes. But it kills, you know what I mean? It, it kills, kills a cappuccino. cappuccino. Uh, well, that's the so second, second cappuccino uh, attempt from Hudson Hoffman. Very yes. drink. Yes. Yeah. It, it gets shot out of his hand, which confused the fuck out of me. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> wait, what happened to his cappuccino? Which is like, okay, that, in, in, in terms of getting somebody's attention, mm-hmm. shooting him, yeah. terrible idea. Yeah. With <laughs> like, a silencer, with a silencer. Way. I, mean, I think that ultimately... That's a lesson to the kids <laughs> listening to this. That if you want to, you know, interrupt somebody or get their attention, right. shooting them is the last. Uh, yes, thing. they're yes. legit ten feet away from each other. They're not that far. Like you didn't <laughs> need to be they're, that. they're essentially in the in the booth behind him. <laughs> yes, right. Eating yes. eating like fucking linguine or like whatever the like fettuccine alfredo, gabagool, if you will. Yeah, some <laughs> shit that a mobster would never eat because those silk suits they don't soak up oil. Well. <laughs> yeah. like, you just don't. Anytime mobsters in their Italian silk suits are eating, I'm just like, they're not going to fucking eat in that, dude. They take it off and there's just their tank top yeah. underneath. Yeah. And not only that, but like, so these crime guys who are trying to get uh, Hudson's uh, attention is named Mario Brothers. Yes, they're the Mario Brothers. The Mario which, Brothers. Which I thought was fun. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. And, like, it has to do with, like, the Nintendo stuff. Yeah, it's all linking up for us. The Mario Brothers, by the way. Mario. That's how people in New York say Mario, apparently. Mario. The Mario Brothers. Mario. Um, They also don't pronounce Nintendo correctly and then say Mario Brothers. I was like, (laughs) it's either Nintendo (laughs) and Mario. Are you playing the things again? Or Nintendo and Mario. I mean, it's just, you can't have, that's what I mean. Like, it's just. The term, yeah. You're like, I get it. I get what you're trying to do, but you're also fucking it up. Yeah. They undercut themselves. Like, 99% of this movie is them undercutting themselves. Like, it sets up, it. Should be fun. It should yeah. be a fun movie. The acting is fine. The characters are wacky enough, I guess, but they don't commit to one specific idea. It just seems like editing or or direction just undercut it completely. Mm-hmm. It does. It feels very sloppy. Yes. Yeah. And for me, perhaps it's because you did have such a, um, you know, you had a director who leans on the absurd. Yes. And then an actor who loves silliness but also has a lot of opinions. Yeah. So you can you can see the tension of like, well, no, I, who still kind of also wants to look cool and beautiful. Yeah. And look, more so than women, guys really, really, really want to be seen as pretty. Yeah. They really do. If you go up to a guy on the street right now, yes. Mary, try this today. Okay. Just walk up and be like, hey, look, I'm really sorry to bother you, but I just had to say like, you look very, hand- like you're just a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. And walk away uh-huh. and say nothing. Huh, I was just closing my eyes, imagining you just saying that. Right. Hold on, right now. Yeah. And just like no, nothing, nothing advancing or anything. Yeah. Just like I mean, you just you're super handsome. Walk away, that guy. And you take a picture of that guy from across the street, <laughs> and he'll be like, "Fuck yeah, I, fucking did it." I would call my mom. Yeah. <laughs> See. <laughs> You'll never believe you. what just happened <laughs> to me, mom. Somebody said I was. Somebody pretty. just said I was handsome. Handsome and pretty. <laughs> uh, it's what we're. It's it deep down. That's it. Mm-hmm. That makes. A lot of sense, especially for this film, because he's just so handsome and like so charming, oozing with charm. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't like do anything stupid. No, you know, he never like gets in a compromising situation, which would have been fun in this movie. Except for the last, I would, I would totally agree with you. Except for one small bit at the very end, where mm-hmm. he's in a fight scene, getting beat up, and it becomes a Bugs Bunny movie. 
Oh boy, that fight scene. That was uh it was do you know the one oh. I'm talking about where he bends forward and backward? Oh yes. And you're yes. like, what? <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. That was so upsetting. Hey Adam, <laughs> you're so handsome. Hold on. I gotta call yeah. my mom. You feel better now? <laughs> call okay. my mom. There you go. <laughs> okay, so um the Mario Brothers Mario, Mario. Brothers. Mario. Uh, Mario. Um are there to like convince the uh him to uh, rob the auction house. And and Tommy like smashes one of the brothers over the head. And but as they're leaving and like carrying the one brother out, um, the patrol man, the uh, uh patrol officer is there and like kind of eyes Hudson. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> You're openly mingling with. Look, New York City's finest. They can't hear silencers. Okay, <laughs> they can't hear bottles. People, the bottles crash all oh the time God. in New York City. <laughs> They're desensitized to it, ah. but they can spot a smooth criminal. Okay, <laughs> okay. They don't like Jersey. Okay, New Yorkers <laughs> don't like anyone from Jersey, and that's Hudson Hawk's entire problem. <laughs> He's from fucking Jersey. That's yeah. right. He's yeah. from Jersey. And they're like, "Oh, you bridge and tunnel trash. What are you doing in this new bar?" And that's and that's a problem. So you can see how. You know, silencers can't. Nobody can hear silencers. They're called silencers. Mm-hmm. No one can hear a bottle crash in New York City. But you could smell you could, a New oh, Jersey. You could smell New Jersey. <laughs> you see it. You know it. You're like, ugh. Why don't I like you? You're from New Jersey. <laughs> and then after that, like it, that visit just convinces Hudson to be like, nope, I got to do this job. It's just no, like the easiest no. way. At Thirteen minutes in, there's this beautiful moment. This is. The first moment of like true acting between Bruce Willis and Danny Aiello, mm. where he's like, "Oh man, I just yes, I, I, they I just they, they took ten years of my life and then they want me to go right back." It's a really nice like bit of chemistry, right. and then they then that's when they work out the the song bit, mm. right, right, right. And you're like, "Oh, what are they doing?" And you're like, "Oh, they're building to something. They're building to something that's gonna pay off so well." <laughs> And you're like, oh, Danny Aiello supports him not wanting to be this, but he also knows he has to do it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's Elizabeth Warren. I've got a plan. What is that plan? Much not as good as Elizabeth Warren or <laughs> any of Elizabeth Warren's plans. But that's what I mean. It's just like you, you do see that they really did try to build in this sort of repertoire between two guys who truly love each other. And mm. they're, it's circumstantial, right? They're they're neat <laughs> in certain in no uncertain terms. Like they're trying to say that these two affluent white men are victims of the circumstance <laughs> that they've been dealt. Right? Yeah. Is that like they're New Jersey? They're New Jerseyans, <laughs> right? Like so. There's boys in the hood, mm-hmm. right? Who are also kids are also the victim of the circumstance. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. there's Hudson Hawk. Yeah. But he can. His hands are tied. His hands are tied. He's born his, in New Jersey. His fucking parole officer needs him to do this job. And he's like, people are shooting him in bars. He can't get away. Um, <laughs> he could uh, literally just drive down the street. He, he would have been fine. just leave. <laughs> so to go on your point of like this scene being so uh, uh, like strong, like as far as acting chemistry wise, like it's great. Like he goes like he tries to make a joke. Uh, uh, Daniello tries, tries to make a joke. About, like, not um, being able to, like, oh, like, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You got 10 years. You got to do the gig. He's, like, joking about it. And Bruce just flies off the handle going, like, mm-hmm. you think this is funny? It took 10 years out of my life. And it's just, like, oh, this is why Bruce Willis is a star. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, he is, this is, he gets this moment 100% and he 
he's acting. He probably wasn't even in the blocking to throw that lamp or yeah. whatever, but no, he did it, was it anyways. The thumb cuffs. Oh right, yeah, that's the, that's the bit. Yeah, another thing that doesn't make any sense, and, and it's useless. And we've so seen it useless being useless because he. So uh, Danny Aiello puts thumb cuffs as a joke on uh, Bruce Willis, and. This is when he flies off the handle and th- tosses the thumb cuffs into the uh, vase and shatters it. Right. And I guess for some reason they added into the plan of their heist. So the thumb cuffs are a running gag like Houdini where they would, you know, cat burglars and who, who any, can see to get out of who, who can get out of it the quickest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like a sleight of hand trick. Mm-hmm. And it's a way of sort of connecting the fact that while he's telling him you don't have to do this job. He's also testing him to see if he still has the skill. Oh. That leads to the line, what if you still have it? And he said, that's what I'm afraid of. Right. So intrinsically, he's so good at being... The Hudson Hawk. The Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being a, a, a bank robber or someone who is hard to catch, right? Is slippery, except mm-hmm. for the fact that he went to fucking jail. <laughs> and throughout the course of this film, is repeatedly caught. Over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. He's so moved by this that he like it sends him into a comfort to be able to do this. Yes. Yeah. Also, um, I'll I'll let you go through the first height. Yes. But um, yeah. Let's get to this height. There's only literally 10 minutes left in the movie for real. (laughs) Yes. Because at minute 23, they die. (laughs) They just die. They jump off a fucking at least 10-story building and die. This is like the ode like Adam McKay makes to in uh in the the other guys. Yeah. When they when they jump off this they jump off the skyscraper and they legitimately die cuz I this was such a thing in the 90s and and 80s where they would just jump off a skyscraper and something that like logically I guess maybe could save them save them from dying. Oh, yes. In uh, in this yeah. case it's an Awning? Yes. It's an awning. <laughs> that rips. A by ripped the way. awning. But okay. I did like the editing after this, but yes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I'm that sorry, night. No, no. It's all good. Uh, that night, Tommy and um, Hudson Hawk go to the auction house to steal the um, Da Vinci's horse. Um, and there's like horses everywhere. Like it's just like a theme for that auction, I guess. Yes. Um, and there, um, there's one security guard, a bigger security guard, who sits down on a chair next to a... Um, there's a lot of fact jokes in this um, like. Well, it's movie. the 90s. So yes. we're yeah. in the height of the, the heroin chic. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So like skinny, skinny models, you yeah. know, the, the punk bands that are coming out where everybody's on heroin mm-hmm. the first time. <laughs> and it's not an epidemic. It's it's fashion. Yeah. But yeah. Now it's a problem. Yeah. Back then it was fashion. <laughs> so like he's sitting down and like he's because uh, he's so tired and it's next to this like portrait, this huge portrait. And um, there it's like very clear that these security guards are terrible at their jobs. They're not paying attention. They're not like really like really patrolling the area. How much patrolling do you think fine art deserves? Mm, a little more than what they were doing. Really? Sure. Really? Yes. Does it move? <laughs> like, to be fair, yes. there's so much terrorism in the world right now. That's true. We could peel off a few people from a vase. Yes. From the Ming Dynasty. Flip it over to, I don't know, anywhere in the world. <laughs> yes. Where <laughs> just... I, I they had a lot of cameras. They didn't need a lot of security yeah, yeah. guards. I don't yeah. know. What are they going to do? Shoot them or arrest them? They're not. No. 
just There's need to be aware of it. A camera, yeah. a camera and some laser beams. That very we've true. Seen, we've all seen Ocean's 12. Okay, we know how to protect our <laughs> Ocean's 12 is yeah. the one you reference. Oh, 1000%. Okay. It's the greatest. I mean, oh, that dance sequence amazing. What were they played? The real li- never mind. That's okay. We're not oh, talking about a better movie right now. Okay. Oh no, I am not suggesting an Ocean's 12 is better than the Hudson Hawk. I'm just saying that that one aspect yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So they prank like the security guards prank the bigger one, bigger uh security guard while like he's kind of napping and they scare him and breaks the chair. And this is important to um to the later sequences. <laughs> I love that you're you are pointing out this is an important plot point <laughs> that that chair breaks. It legit doesn't matter because they scream. They like they would have been caught it anyway. Matter, yeah. But in the world of them, yeah. they're in their they're screaming in their head. Mary, that is an astute point. Yes, <laughs> that a fat joke is what saves them. Is a primary plot point <laughs> for this heist. Yes. Um. So and then we get the. A famous musical number that you guys were talking about as, like, Tommy and uh, Hudson Hawk are, like, like dancing through the auction house. Yeah, so the bit is he doesn't like to go off of synchronized clocks or watches. They both sing the same song, and they line up. That's how they time each other through the thing. So that's Mm -hmm. why they keep... It's up until minute 13 or minute 15 we are in the film where there's had been seven references to this ability that Bruce Willis has of being able to say the length of a song um, uh, of to its exact second, which, by the way, no one could fact check because it's the 90s. It's not like you could just look, access that and look that up. It's not even yeah. on the albums at all. Mm-hmm. Like you legit have to go buy a, uh, the album and stop watch it or whatever. I'm going to wager you both. A thousand dollars. Okay. That the entire premise of the movie The Hudson Hawk is based on a bar conversation. Oh, one hundred percent. Bruce Willis had where he was like, "What if <laughs> fucking cat burglar could dance to this? Like, could could get in and out? Oh, right. Based on just the singing a song in the time it took to da da da. That to me sounds like the late late night New York. Heroin filled, heroin no, chic. No, no, Bruce Willis, no way. Booze all day. Yes. Just, just hammered out of his gourd with improvisational jazz playing behind them, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's some cool club with multiple earrings in each ear. Uh-huh. It was like, what if we made a heist movie and the guy, like, that was his thing. Yeah. And his friend, whoever was there, was just like... Yeah, but it, let's just call it Stallone. <laughs> yeah, we all we all know Let, Stallone. Because were, his and they brother were out, was, yeah. is the head of the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Yes, Frank that's Stallone. right. Mm-hmm. He looked so young in this. I couldn't even recognize him. Frank Stallone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wonderful musician also did yes. most of the oh, yes. soundtrack for Staying Alive. Yeah. The greatest bad movie next to Deep Blue Sea. Um, <laughs> was just like, yeah, you throw the cappuccino. Like, this movie. Like, that's... <laughs> It's the worst, the worst. No, that was Stallone great. Impression. I thought that was Stallone great. was here oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to know. Oh, he, um, <laughs> he left <laughs> just now. I just wanted to know. What do you mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, to me, this is. The whole point the of the movie. The whole point of the movie is to show you a cat burglar who has this skill, who he literally uses it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Yeah. Barely. 
if he knows of anything about comedy, it's always three times. Yeah. <laughs> right. Isn't it the rule? Yeah. Isn't rule everything of threes. the rule of thirds? Yeah. yeah. Like thirds, threes, there's yes. threes all over the place. There's yeah. a trinity. There's mm-hmm. a, like, there's threes all over the place. Yes. There was three crystals. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. He didn't even yeah. use it in the second heist. Well, that's true. Um, like the thing is that also <laughs> at, all. <laughs> at all and by far the best executed and the most sophisticated <laughs> was that one. And I was like, yeah. mm, that should have been all of them. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. But like the uh, so I think around correct me if I'm wrong around this time they would have had Walkmans. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it would have been a little funnier if you would just put on a Walkman yes, prior, and it was just like prior to CDs there yeah. was this thing called a cassette tape. Yes. Yeah. A cassette tape also had headphones and played music just the same. Yes. Would have so, been great. Yeah. yeah. Been it would have been like a, like a close up of him like putting on the headphones and then like popping in whatever tape he was doing for that time. Which is I think what happens in not for nothing Ocean's 12. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, she's right. <laughs> So maybe we maybe Ocean's Twelve is a good movie. Uh, I don't know. To be explored in a future podcast. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> world. Um. So, at it at in the middle of the heist, they've uh they kind of grab the horse and start dancing in on the floor, and this is where the security guards realizes that the tapes have been switched and they're it's on repeat because the chair is in the frame uh, in the video. And, and you didn't think that they were astute security guards, <laughs> but you were wrong. So Hudson Hawk and Tommy, uh, like, finish their number, and then the guards are coming in and, like, uh, trying to run after them. And they knock two of them out and put thumb cuffs on both of them together. And then the last guard corners them as on the balcony, and which forces them to jump onto an awning, as you mentioned, Casey. And Hudson Hawk just goes through it and then lands into the living room of the Mar- Mario bo- brothers. But you forgot one important thing. What? The way that they got to the other building oh, was by yes. taking a pool floaty yes. and tying it to pool ropes Yes, and then shimming across it. Now, he asked Danny Aiello exactly how much he weighs mm-hmm. and says that the rope can only hold 250 pounds. But the the exhaust pipe... And the, I'm like, that is aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to hold, like, six cats that run across no. it. Like, it's not going to hold, much less both of them. Yeah. So, like, the the way in which they conceived of any cat burglary was like, right. oh, you didn't get a consultant. <laughs> yes, not you know, at all. Like, you didn't go to any of the jails that you shot in and, like, looked at one guy and be like, you know, how do you get into a building? That's, like, across <laughs> from another building. Yes. Any ideas? Here's our idea. Here's our pitch. Pool equipment? <laughs> <laughs> they break into a pool. So before they go into the uh, auction house, they break into a pool, mm-hmm. steal the noodle mm-hmm. or the um, floaty, and then like a rope. And then they the they go to the roof of the building next to it mm-hmm. and then throw it over. First and, try. Horseshoes, yes. first try. Yes. Look, Italians are really good at bocce ball. Okay. <laughs> you got to get it close. <laughs> you don't have to get it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Italian is going to make that throw on the first. Okay. It's not horseshoes. Yeah. Somebody who's good at horseshoes, first try. Somebody who's good at bocce ball, it's going to be near, but mm. not on. <laughs> yes. What an important distinction. It is very close. <laughs> like the difference between bocce ball and horseshoes is age old and will never yeah. be solved. As an Italian. Just like New Yorkers and yes, New Jerseyans. Italian by heritage is my important. I bring yes. the cultural, <laughs> you know, the you. cultural yes. wisdom to this podcast in terms of Hudson Hawk. <laughs> 
That's my gift. It's my burden. I don't yeah. know. It was, it's wonderful that you could uh, shed some light for us. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so You're I was, welcome. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward to like Hudson in the living room, and he, um, he's just there. And it's a hard cut of them yeah. falling, and then boom, he's like lands very like jarringly into a lazy boy. Yeah, into a very I, orange living room. I mm-hmm. like. W- and I was like so again, very confused. Yes. Like and like what you were saying, like oh, they just died. That would make a lot of sense. No, they died. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is where they died. They, and yeah. I wrote, I wrote at twenty minutes, they died. Yeah. <laughs> and then it becomes wild it after is. that. Yeah, because I'm like, oh my god, if they did die, this is what we could imagine would happen after this. Yes. This is because, their fever dream of on the deathbed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because Daniello. Doesn't show up for a minute. Yes. For a long time. I don't know why. Like, why? <laughs> he was billed as, like, the, the second male lead in this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't come into, like, the last act. Uh, He shows up again. Well, very briefly. Yeah, he shows up really. at the end of act two. Because yes. he's the he's the impetus right. for catapulting them to act three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. I know. <laughs> You're shaking your head at him. I, I know. <laughs> okay. There's an A, B, and C story what in this. What a waste None of an of actor. I know. Yeah. Oof. Tell me about it. Um, so they bring in the still intact horse, very much intact, that he, like, took with him while falling off the sky, a skyscraper, and they smash it open um, just as, like, the, I think the buyer who's, like, a, a British butler, they build him as that, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, but he's there with the Mario brothers yes. and his old parole officer. Yes. And his parole officer is, for some reason, not dressed. Everybody <laughs> else is fully dressed, but he's, for some reason, in, like, boxers and his robe. I am I think they are in the his house. That That is his house. It's yep. not the Mario, Mario brothers' house. No. So, for some reason, they caught him. Before bed, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to have this meeting before bed. Apparently, Bruce Willis has a way of dropping by. <laughs> Total pun intended. Um, nice. Because he falls nice. literally through the roof. Yes. And he just catches him off guard when the Mario brothers are just there fully dressed waiting. <laughs> yes. Everybody's just waiting for him. And then, yeah, the Bond villain. Yes. That is this. Like, this British. wielding. Yeah, yeah. Like, a butler or whatever. He shows up. He's there for the, um, for the horse. He smashes it open and takes like a piece out of it, and um, and then he slashes open the parole officer's neck, and I was just like, "What? Like he was? I thought he was the bad guy this whole time, <laughs> but no, there's another bad guy. It's just, but no, there's more bad guys <laughs> yeah, after that. This is the movie of escalating bad guys to <laughs> yeah. the point where you're like, are they fucking up? All bad guys, like, yeah. but they are working against each other, yeah. or for each other, or with each other. I'm Double not crossing sure. so, everywhere. It just, ladies and gentlemen, it only gets more confusing from here. Yes, just so you know, like we've pretty much told the most linear part of this film. Yes, it is legitimately crazy. Yeah, from here it goes off the rails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which would, uh, if you can possibly imagine that yes so um after that the butler takes off and then uh like hudson hawk is free to go after that um but the next morning he like shows up at the bar to grab a cup of cappuccino but it short circuits Mm -hmm. and blows up in his face as our cappuccino machine wants to do a highly mechanical 
cappuccino machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how they spark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how did it spark? It definitely sparked out of like a water faucet part of it. I saw yeah, that. I was like, I was that's like what? fucking that's bullshit. That's not how that happens. <laughs> you're just, also, you're out of espresso. <laughs> That's it. Simpler like, joke. Simpler joke. Simpler joke. Occam's razor. Yeah. Right? yeah. Just simple. That's yeah. the, the answer. You're looking for yeah. the answer. It's probably the most obvious, the most simple. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's in hell now. <laughs> More than likely. Yes. <laughs> so um, Tommy reveals that um, he, as he's like reading the newspaper that it was actually an attempted theft uh, at the auction house in that um, the security guards thwarted the thieves and stuff. And, and this, like, kind of rubs Hudson Hawk the wrong way, even though he could have walked away and just ended it there. Yeah. He Instead, he was like, no, I'm going to go back to the crime, the scene of the crime and, mm-hmm. and figure this out. But- How much does a new tuxedo cost? <laughs> but Boy, was it new. That was a new oh, tuxedo. I think that was like directly out of Arsenio Hall's yeah, wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, with the collar. It was yeah. fucking cool, though. I mean, he was, looked awesome he looked at dope. that. He also looked a little bit like one of the um, one of the, the people in Color Me Bad. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Super like, yeah, big yeah, shoulders big and stuff. Big shoulders yeah, yeah. and that collar yeah. mm-hmm. and that haircut and the three earrings. I was like, Color Me Mad is great, by the way. <laughs> You're thinking of a reunion. I loved I Want to Sex You Up. I thought that was a great song. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This is Bruce Willis's pitch to be in Color Me Bad. That's what this movie, this whole movie he is. He could lead the documentary, right, <laughs> of their reunion. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he goes to the auction house in that new tuxedo. And why would you wear a tuxedo to an auction, though? It's like, it's usually suits, Because right? he's a New Jersey trash person. <laughs> Doesn't know what it's like to be up in the upper levels yeah, like of society. I'm like, I don't know what rich people look like. I think they'll walk over with tuxedos. I don't know. <laughs> it's like daytime. I don't know. Yeah, that's. Uh. It was it, it was a very odd thing because it's like during the day and it's like not like a dance or anything. But, so I, <laughs> funny non sequitur, was recently watching The First Wives Club uh-huh. because it's available on HBO ah. or on Amazon Prime. Oh, and I was okay. like, yeah, I've got I've got an hour and a half for this, thousand percent. Bronson Pinshaw, who is in that movie, he's a horrible designer. Uh-huh. And this movie is made around the same time. They're at an auction with Sarah Jessica Parker and everybody. Oh, shit, you're not. He's wearing a nearly identical <laughs> outfit to Bruce Willis in that scene. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, the same designer was like, oh, I don't know. I have, like, a leftover suit tuxedo thing. Do you want that? <laughs> yes, put it on Bronson. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. Like, I feel like... The 90s really loved that style because I remember yeah. at the end of um, Am I uh, Men in Black One mm-hmm. where they it's the, he changes out of the like the button down like uh, tie look to have like the that weird collar yeah and like collarless mm-hmm. collar yeah. type of thing yeah, yeah. and then we like, didn't like collars we didn't it was like yeah. very odd it sort of was this mix between like a Victorian very austere mm-hmm. um, double breasted like a London Victorian look yeah but like with hyper colors yes, yes. yeah hyper that's colors. hyper hyper yeah, colors. Yeah, yeah that's the way i would describe that fashion yes that's right? exactly it's a lot of brooches yes it's a lot of you know fanfare on the shoulders uh-huh. <laughs> a, lot <of> <laughs> a lot of fanfare on the shoulders i don't know what they call that epaulettes or yeah. i don't know sparklies mm-hmm. sparklies yeah mm-hmm. so he ends up there he sits next to anna uh 
and uh, who's played by Andy um, McDowell. McDowell, and like starts flirting with her, and like he's so smooth. You, like he Bruce Willis is really trying to get into her pants right now. I mean, it's been ten years, yeah. <laughs> and he looks like that. And how he managed to get through prison, looking <laughs> like that. <laughs> In Sing Sing, I will yeah, say that it's like yeah. the most brutal prison in the United States. Yes, in general. Oh yeah, no, he 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 was a bottom for sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. He was. Yeah, he even alludes to it actually later on in the film. He does, and it's like you know what? I I like that joke. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's the one authentic joke that has been told in this entire movie. Yeah. Like, wow, he really went for it. Um, I it, thought they knew each other. Yeah, that's why scene. it felt like it felt it. like oh, like they were just old pals. Yeah. like they had dated before or something. There was like I, no reintroduction to each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like that would have been a little stronger too if they knew each other and she knew his bullshit kind of thing. Yeah, and like right. why are you here? Kind yeah. of. It would have added a little more to the story, but it like okay. Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. The 1991 version of Julia Roberts in this, for sure. Okay, so first of all, no one is the 1991. <laughs> Julia Roberts Jill's, is Jill, Julia Roberts also, in 1991. I think yeah, Pretty yeah. Woman came out in 1990s. Yeah. So she's solidly like, there is only one Julia Roberts. Yes, <laughs> yes. And Julie, if you're listening, I am single. <laughs> I heard she is single, too. Oh, my God. It's perfect. <laughs> the world aligns. <laughs> um, Put your headphones back on. Where are you going? <laughs> So Hudson like starts looking around and there's like a few people just eat like weirdly eating. These are the the weird candy bar people that we were mm-hmm. alluding to before. And um then the actual statue that he stole comes out and it um and it turns out that Anna has some like is an authenticator from uh the Vatican, I think Correct. I mentioned. And she goes up and she looks at it. Which is odd when you think about why the Vatican would be authenticating something from Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like, stopped and Googled a few things. I was like, nope. <laughs> he he did a lot of paintings for the Vatican, but it's sure. not like he, was, he wasn't, like, tied to them yeah. at all. No. Nor do they own any of his pieces. Yeah. Outright, yeah. I don't think. I don't think so either. The Vatican didn't need to be in this. Yeah, like it was weird and like why would the Vatican be auctioning off stuff? They usually keep things. Everything. Yeah, the they souls. keep everything. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Secrets. <laughs> yes. Taxes. The real story of uh, of the Bible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah. <laughs> Judas's, like, Judas's copy. Judas's, like, yeah, yeah, part of the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. the Bible. Oh, I don't know, like, the fact that it's made up by lots of people and yeah. it's like, a, 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 yeah. anyway. Yes. Secrets, secrets uh, uh, pushed under the rug for many, many years <laughs> that the Pope is, uh, had to step down from immediately. Uh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yes. Those types of secrets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things where, like, they could have just po- just taken the Vatican out of this and mm-hmm. just had somebody, like, a another fight. It's like two rich people who are fighting against each other or something. Sure. Yeah. Or, like, the Da Vinci Code where you yes. have, like, an art historian who, like, just wants the truth to come out about, right. like, what a genius, Leonardo, Dica- uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leonardo. I mean, Vinci. he is a genius. No, he's Dica- super not. <laughs> that bro has not graduated from ninth grade. I don't think. Uh, I'm just. He's... I, someone could check me on that, but like, 
Not a lot of schooling. Oh, I guess that would explain his dating habits then. <laughs> sure. I mean, he's dating within his, his gaps. His and later rage, Camry, yeah. If you're listening, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as she inspects it, she gives the seal of approval that it is an re- uh, authentic piece. Um, and then two eccentric yuppies come in, like Darwin and Minerva Mayflower, who are married. Oh, the mm-hmm. biggest entrance of all time. Yes. And the best entrance of all time. <laughs> and they start a bidding war against each other. <laughs> and it was just so silly. bizarre and silly. Yeah. yeah. That's how I walk into the DMV with an appointment. I have an appointment! <laughs> and just raise my hands in the air across that line of people who don't. And this, yeah. this is where we get introduced to Sandra Bernhardt's character. Yes. Who is... I'm not even... Like, chewing the scenery isn't strong enough yeah. to what she's doing in this. She uh, cooked the scenery in a nice whisk, sautéed it, and is stuffing it down her fucking face for this whole mm-hmm. film. I mean, Sandra, Sandra Bernhardt at the time was a, a comedian, but really known as like an in-your-face performance right. artist yes. who was like, you know, unapologi- unapologetically super feminist and mm-hmm. queer right. and like if you know Annie Sprinkle or you know any any Sprinkle Sprinkles I can't remember if it's plural mm-hmm. but like that New York underground scene right. of uh-huh. like radical queer feminist right. performance art mm-hmm. she comes from that space Patty Smith is in yes. that space yeah, yeah, yeah. Et yeah. um and then she was like on Roseanne and got famous yes <laughs> and this is actually the second film that she's in that we've covered in uh, the Tax, first one. Or, uh, no, uh, uh, the, the King of Comedy. Yeah, The King of Comedy. Which was her was first a, film. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it, it seemed like basically a one-to-one <laughs> ratio of like how she was acting Same in character. both. Yeah, she, I don't think the thing is I don't know that she's acting. Oh yes, I think that right. she's performing. Yes, but I don't think that she's acting. Yes, There's a, they come from a different strain. Mm-hmm. And I say this, this isn't a, not an actor at all. <laughs> but I know that acting takes a lot of like vulnerability, yeah. and at her performance, there's zero. <laughs> not a chink in her armor. At no, all. Yeah. not no. one. It's a lot of like shouting <laughs> and staring. Oh, yeah. th- that scene where she's singing at the boardroom is... is amazing. Oh, it's pretty good. It's so great. It's um, so wild. So one of the security guards recognizes Hudson Hawk, but as uh, but as he's trying to go for uh, go towards him, uh, Anna just sticks out her foot and, like, trips him. And then there's a huge explosion out of nowhere. And, um, and then the... And the two yuppies, the Mayflowers, just, like, leave, like, as soon as possible. Hudson Hawk, like, saves Anna, which she kisses him for. And then, I mean, Which, like, again, made guy. me think they knew each other. Because yeah. it, it was Call a... Tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, so in this it's scene... a nice, delicate kiss. What's happening is she authenticates the fake horse. Mm-hmm. There's an explosion that is a decoy that is supposed to ruin the... The, the horse. The horse. Uh-huh, okay. So she knows it's going to happen because she's aware that it's fake, but the Vatican cannot let out that it's fake. Mm. So this is where the introduction of the B story comes in. Right. Oh. Right. Where there's an opposing force. Mm-hmm. But it also, there's a C story now and kind of a D story. Yeah. Because you have the rich, the rich couple. Right. And then you have the CIA type underbelly. And you're not quite sure how they're interacting. Also, the Mario brothers are somehow connected to one of these plots one of them yeah then you're not quite sure which but it's for sure a decoy andy mcdowell for sure does know that it was stolen 
and that Hudson Hawk is the one that stole it. Yes. So she does know him mm-hmm. and who he is. Oh. He does not know her. Oh, that makes sense. That, that makes, makes a lot oh, more sense. I'm so glad I was able to clarify sense. that for you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Because um, the, the kiss is part of the seduction to get him on her side. That's correct, yeah. because she is, uh, unbeknownst to him, a nun. A nun. <laughs> and an agent of the Vatican. And an agent of the Vatican. Which, honestly. Because, you know, they really, truly rely on nuns <laughs> to do their bidding. Yeah. Yes. In, in, you know, yeah. international espionage. Yeah. Yes. Famous patriarchal society, the Vatican, really lies I mean, on like, the nuns. truly, deeply, they rely on the nuns to do fucking everything truly, else. Yes. Yeah. But, like, not in this part. No. Not in, like, a really respected field. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Protecting a priceless heirloom. Yeah. Basically. Which is what? I mean, yes, protecting a priceless heirloom. But basically, the secret. Yeah. The secret that there is even the knowledge of something that could be amiss or awry with mm. Leonardo da Vinci's. Right. Took me so long to not say DiCaprio. Um, <laughs> I said it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call him Da Vinci from now on. Yes. Da Vinci's um, horse. Yes. So that is that entanglement mm-hmm. is that you have a B story and a C story. And then you're about to get to the D story. Yes. Because um, Hudson Hawk gets knocked out. He ends up in an uh, ambulance. He wakes up with the Mar- Mario Brothers like crazily <laughs> driving through the highway. Here's the thing. Their characters were at a 10. Now they're at like a 500 right now. Like the characters are so large now <laughs> all of a sudden. And that's where they admit that they blew up yeah. the yes. auction house. Yes. Yeah. Covering reasons, their tracks. Covering their tracks for reasons... Sure, but like then you're like, well, how does that lead back to the sword guy? Yeah, you're like, wait, it gets better. Yes. Um, <laughs> so after like some weird maneuvering, um, he Hudson Hawk ends up on like the gurney, being like in the middle on the bridge, I think, and like at going through like the cars and being chased by the ambulance, and someone just at like someone who's sitting in a, like a woman. Sitting in a convertible asks, hey, mister, are you going to die? <laughs> Which is like a sudden, it felt like a, definitely a touch of like what Michael Lehman does right. in oh, Heathers. Yeah. yeah. Which is like very ironic and weird and like dark at the same time. Yeah. I love my dead gay son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, exactly. That's the best yes. line in yeah. that movie. Yeah. Um, so the Mario brothers die in a car explosion. Hudson Hawk ends up with the candy bar people from the auction house, and he gets introduced to all of them. And one of them is kind of strange, like Kit Kat, because I kind of forgot about him at first. It's the uh, impeccable David Caruso. Oh. Soon to be of NYPD blue fame. Oh, And then, uh, yeah, CSI. Yeah. Yeah. I would, there's a, when he, he, is he dressing up as Bruce Willis in this scene yet? Or is that the next scene? No, that's later in Italy. That's in Italy. Okay. Oh, so right, right, right. So yes. currently he's yeah. just Kit Kat. Yes, he's just, just eating Kit a Kit Kat. Yeah. And yeah. He, he does things with cards. Yes. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you. Pre-written out cards, which is fine. It's funny. It's it's funny. And they could have been more, I guess. Yeah. In the world of James Bond. Yeah. With the absurdity of like a James Bond pre-Daniel Craig. Totally makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. You will accept a villain that is a caricature that has this little bit. Also, mm-hmm. this is like the 1960s Batman. Right. Oh, right? yeah. The Riddler yeah. and mm-hmm. things yes, like that. Yes, very much, yeah. He's got red hair. You know, there's a, there, it, it's akin to that sort of, and, you know, given Bruce Willis and given his childhood and stuff, those would have been the villains that he would would, un, would have wanted to battle. Yeah. Right. But, you know, no. <laughs> 
sure. you know, but no. sure, but no, <laughs> yeah. totally off base. Yes. Totally. Yeah. They tried. They should have. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yes. Um. So he meets uh George. Yes, George. Um, and uh, who's the one? Like he's the head of the CIA, or the, at least this like weird group of them. And he's the one that sends Hudson Hawk to prison the first time, right? I mean, he ultimately takes responsibility for it. Yes. 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 Many people seem to be taking responsibility for it. But Apparently, multiple people send him to prison. <laughs> it takes a, a village, if you will, <laughs> to, to send a Not cat these days, but yeah. sure, yes. Um, um, he then gets kicked, out, knocked out again. Yes, you were talking about how, like, how, like, he's supposed to be the best cat burglar, but he gets caught so many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he gets boxed up, and then he ends up in Rome. Uh-huh. In, like, a, in a shipping container, basically. Mm-hmm. Which is when he died again. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he would have froze to death over and, and suffocated. Froze to death and suffocated, yeah. I think, simultaneously. Yeah. Um, because he just had those little pop... And also the asbestos on those little popcorn balls would have just been awful. Yeah, just, if he survived it, he would have had like uh what would like like uh, some sort of tuberculosis like, yes, or something <laughs> some sort of disease. Yeah, those things aren't great. Yeah, no. And then uh, he ends up in Rome, as I mentioned, and then he meets like Darwin Mayflower in his limo, in which he announces as he is the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which is, wait, I appreciate. Them labeling it at the very least, like, hey, this guy's labeling it. There's a lot of crazy shit happening so far. I'm labeled as the bad guy. Also, like, but think of the name, right? Darwin mm-hmm. Mayflower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're talking about, like, you know, evolution, like, for, for things that are going against the church, it's like a little on the nose. Yes. You have Darwin, evolution, right. Mayflower, you know, moving, uh, leaving the, the pilgrims coming, the pilgrims uh, coming yeah. and, and fleeing the religious persecution. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But those are two really conflicting things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like the fact that they're stuck together is like, this is when they got high, yeah. right? They were drunk about the, yeah, the, the pitching, the, of, the the pitching of the sex. But like, this is when they were like, what's the opposite of religion? <laughs> Darwin, Darwin, they don't believe in that. And then, oh, oh yeah, Mayflower. I'm like, no, those are yeah. more religious yeah. people. Leaving a place right. to be in the most religious you could possibly be. Yes. <laughs> well, I think too, like the before the they got high, they got drunk. We're like, where do we want to shoot this? Oh, dude, I've always wanted to go to Rome. Like, <laughs> no, oh, well, let's go to Rome. Cappuccino. Let's, oh, the- let's, yeah, let's go to fucking Rome. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Stallone just keeps walking in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, get out of I here, mean, Stallone. Unbelievable. Yeah. I got nothing to do. <laughs> um, um, they end up um, at this meeting of eccentric people, including this is where uh, Adam was talking about the Minerva, like singing on a table, <laughs> kicked back with headphones on. With her cassette Walkman player. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I got the power. Mm-hmm. I got the power. The businessmen are sitting there non plus. Just yeah. waiting. Just there as we- if this is. A Monday. <laughs> this is the Monday board meeting. They have, like, <laughs> no papers in front of them. Mm-mm. They're just staring at nothing. And they're all, you know, vaguely multicultural. Yes. yes. Yeah. In, like, oh, yeah. a pseudo um, 90s. racist yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like, in a 90s way. 90s, yeah, yeah. Co- in, uh, 90s um, inclusion 
But ra- like yeah. racist, though. Yeah. Like, 90s like, inclusion. Do, oh, yeah. Yeah, but racist. <laughs> current, current racist. Yeah. But also, like, so this is where we find out that uh, Darwin is a billionaire that wants world domination, which is, like... Superfluous. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're a billionaire. You, you did it. You did it. Yeah. Congrats. You dominate the world economy, therefore you dominate yeah. the world. <laughs> Especially since it's in the 90s. Billionaires are very rare at that time, too, whereas, like, right now we have eight billionaires, which is crazy. It's disgusting. Yeah. It, and uh, Dr. Dre is one of them, right? I don't know. He's. I don't think he is. He's a, he's is he a billionaire. A billionaire with a B. Yeah. I know Oprah's one of them, which is like, thank goodness. He's yeah. yeah. He's a billionaire with the sale from from Apple for the for oh, the headphones. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think because I was so, wait, looking let's at. Let's name them. Oprah. <laughs> Dr. Definitely Dre. More than eight. I Bill think. Gates. I think that might have been. A, that's an older stat. Oh, may, yeah. Maybe like maybe. more than a billion. Like yeah. A, like a multi. Mark Zuckerberg is he yeah. a billionaire? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Michael Bloomberg. Yes. Billionaire. Bloomberg. Future president for when this movie could be, for this podcast comes he'll be the president. No, please don't say that. I will walk out. Do you want me to, Sylvester? Do you Sylvester, want to come back call in the here? Uber. Do you want to call the Sylvester. Uber? Are you working for? Me? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it turns out that the whole horse heist was like a setup, uh, so that they could blackmail um, Hudson Hawk to work for them. Which is a very confusing thing. They already have him. Like, they could have just, like... <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's just, like, so many... It's, like, hats on hats, if you will. Hats on hats on hats. Uh, this is also where the jokes get exceptionally more problematic. Yeah. Uh, where they really lean into that 90s humor here. Of, like, pro-man humor of... Uh, well, I guess they also lean on, like, he hasn't had sex in a while, supposedly. So the dog is very yes. good at what it does. Yes. Bobo. Bobo. What's the dog's name? I can't remember. I think it is Bobo. It's Bobo, right? Yeah. Bobo, Bobo. Yes. <laughs> um, they Minerva has a dog that she throws a ball. And, like, whenever she wants the ball to be retrieved, it's Bobo. Um, which comes I back guess, later. Yes, it comes back later. Um, to the dumbest callback. And also animal abuse. Yes. <laughs> no one likes animal abuse. No. I would argue that this scene, being forced to pleasure a human, would also be yes. uh, <laughs> animal abuse. Um, so they, they want him to rob the Vatican, which is to get the codex, uh, Da Vinci's codex. And he just complies. It's it's almost like he's being pushed. He doesn't really resist too much or anything. Or, like, there's no real, like, stakes for him to do this. Well, I mean, they could—I think they threaten to kill him. You know, it's like the same old thing. Mm. Like, he's there. Nothing feels super intentional. Yes. It does feel very sloppy. Yeah. So this is the part of the movie, though, that I think makes the most—like, this is the most clear— heist mm-hmm. yes. where yes. they say we want you to do this they've clearly kidnapped him they're clearly gonna hurt him mm-hmm. and he's like i oblige yes. let me go case it out and figure out how to do this and then for the next i don't know 15 minutes you have a, a basic co you know yes. very cohesive cogent heist movie yeah mm-hmm. right it's really interesting. Yeah. And you learn a part about a Vatican that there's a train that goes underneath it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which is fascinating to me because it's like, well, that's where all the dollars go. It should be paid in taxes. Why are you building secret trains? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a problem with the Catholic Church. Don't worry, though. I have the same problem with Scientology. So 
It's all like, I was worried if you had yeah, Scientology hate too. Legitimately the same thing. If you don't like Scientology, check out the Catholic Church. <laughs> Which it's just older. When that's I'm it. shot directly outside of this podcast, I'm sorry. And you're welcome. Talk about it the next time. I, we'll talk, we will mention it. Yeah. The hey, next podcast. The ones on that last that last kid get an impression of Stallone said bad Scientologist and then got shot. That was, that was cool, I guess. <laughs> Um, so it turns out that, like, so he cases, uh, the Vatican and he runs into Anna who's giving a tour. And then also all the while he, there's like twins that are following him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. There's just so many people in this movie. Bad guys. Bond bad guys. Yeah. You just, yeah. once you go, oh, Bond bad guys, you just kind of go on that ride of like, what else? Yeah. And then he gets caught, like, um... Uh, during this tour she's giving like he gets uh caught up like teasing this little girl and so he gets mad and takes it and throws it in uh like where the codex is and then he witnesses it's more like testing out how the security yeah. is yeah he just he, he just wanted to trip the wires to see what would happen yes right so and, this poor little stuffed element of a little bratty girl yeah who's like like 14 yeah like that girl was way too poor casting choice that girl was way too old to have a stuffed elephant that she's like jimmy jimmy i'm like no well you're saying you guys didn't have stuffed el- uh, elephants at 14 no no cool mm. yeah me too oh gotcha that's cool adam still very handsome god guys we need to stop the podcast <laughs> my mom is calling me right now we cannot stop for I you keep to texting talk to her your mom. unbelievable okay. Um, so he throws it, tests it out, like, it's a full lockdown. This thing from the ceiling shoots down and, like, covers the a codex. And, um, and it, like, becomes almost, like, impenetrable. So, like, this is when, like, Hudson's, there's tear like... tear gas, which oh, that's only right. the guards get masks for. They don't care about anybody who paid to be inside. No. It's just tear, deadly tear gas, which is green. Yes. <laughs> Anything green. I mean, it. What you just saw, nineteen nineties Batman. Yes, and you know that when you go green gas on the city, everybody turns into the Joker. I can't remember yeah. exactly. I think it was something similar to that. Everybody like dies. <laughs> so until Batman comes and takes the balloons away. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, I remember. Yes, yes. Good, good movie. Good yes. movie. Good movie. <laughs> Great movie. So Anna like leads him away from the scene through the back way, which is where the subway is, um, and he asks her out. To dinner, just as uh, his two escorts show up, and after he leaves, like, and she like agrees, and they decide to have dinner at ten thirty that night, um, which is very like you know Italy, you know. No, no, have, ciao, ciao, later, yeah. ciao. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get hungry like then. <laughs> ciao. After he leaves, she is summoned in the weirdest way. Like, there's a cross. And then it lights up, and then this voice comes out as if Jesus oh, yeah. is talking it's to her. Jesus how you talk to God. That is... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, what do you, you mean? Know, when you so the you're you're saying the the crucifix at, in your house? No, I stand at the corner of Hollywood and Franklin, and when the church that big cross in the church lights up, that's how I know I'm talking to God. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it yeah, blinks. Yeah. I'm like waiting at the red light, and then it'll blink, and I'm like, God, I got it. Yeah, I, I think I think. You're a prophet. I think that's what that means. <laughs> yeah. Or insane. <laughs> yeah. Same Six difference. One, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, prophet or totally mentally unstable. Could go either way. Yeah. Um. So it turns out like her boss is one of the bishops, and it turns like this is when we find out she's the agent of the Vatican. 
We don't find out she's a nun just yet until <laughs> a little later. Um, outside, like, uh, Hudson calls uh, Tommy in New York, and, like, he doesn't pick up. And um, But he little does he know that in the, like, not even, like, across the street from where he is. Like, just behind him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he turned around, like, it would have, like, this whole thing would have been fine. Yeah. This movie has terrible spatial awareness yeah. in it. Like, the proximities in this are off. Yeah. Like anybody could just use their eyes and like they would see the thing that the camera is supposedly saying it's too far but away. Look, just like you can't hear gunshots in New York City. Yes, exactly. You can't hear cars driving in Rome. You can't or hear- in, excuse me, in Vatican City because <laughs> yeah. they're in Vatican City. Yes. Yeah. They loosely say Rome, but they if they're at the Vatican, they're in Vatican City. It's a wholly different city. Yeah, yeah. It's an entirely separate city. Uh-huh. Yeah, isn't it technically like its own like country it too? Is. Yes. Yeah. So tax free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like DC. Totally. Just like just DC. Just hundred percent. There Very are, similar. are correlations there. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. So like, um, speaking Tommy, of Bond villains. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy is there. With the Mayflowers, and they're, like, yucking it up in the background. But, like, the whole time, uh, uh, Hudson's, like, uh, really worried about him. Like, oh, my God. Like, he's probably been, like, captured or something. And then he gets caught up by the CIA and informs him that he's doing the hit of the um the stealing of the codex that night. And this is is where Kit Kat has, like, is... Mimicking him behind him, yes, wearing the same clothes with the sunglasses on yes. and a hat, yes, and actually looks kind of like him. But he, he he has the blood on the wrong side of his face. Uh, oh, almost like a mirror. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Um. So and like Hudson Hawk like knocks him at like punches him in the face and then he Kit Kat hands him like a card that says Beware the Blue Wire. And yeah. I wasn't sure, like, even after seeing the Blue Wire, what was it for? Um, it was just some... Um, uh, something uh, to diffuse or cut or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think it was like, um, you know, in Indiana Jones, when he takes the same weight mm-hmm. and, and switches it out for the same thing, that wire is like, it's attached to a weight, so if it lifts it, it triggers oh, the alarm. But gotcha. there's so many other things, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> besides that like blue wire yeah. yes it, I, I was just like okay he takes his time in the second heist for sure yes, yes. and doesn't sing <laughs> yeah maybe that's why but, he, maybe that's because it's like multiple hours they do he's like he can't be singing a whole song for, for this first part or for the, the thing here the coolest thing is I've never heard of a cat burglar using olive oil and I think it's really important that as an Italian, yes, right, yes, that he uses olive oil. Uh-huh. Yeah, he seems to be vaguely Italian because yeah. of cappuccino and like his mm-hmm. propensity to be around Italians, and also from New Jersey, specifically yeah. speaking, you might <laughs> be Italian. Italian. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that bit of yours. Uh, if you, if you're from New Jersey, you might be Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not a stand-up comedian, <laughs> but that could be a whole, I could do a whole thing. You, you might go. be Italian yeah. if. You should think about writing that book then. Yeah. I could. Yeah, yeah. If, if you fucking, if you open up a thermos and out pops spaghetti. <laughs> you might, you be, might Italian. be Italian. Ciao. I've never, look, I am Italian. Mm-hmm. My family's Irish and Italian. 
I we've had multiple thermoses. This is the thermos that I have. I'm drinking coffee out of it. Yes. Uh-huh. I have never once heard of an Italian person dump out or put spaghetti into a thermos. Yes. I was shocked. <laughs> I thought it was the best bit in the whole when movie. I, did, I was like, oh, it, my God. It's the funniest bit. It was like in that the whole John Travolta came in and was <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, put it in the thermos. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I get out of get here, out celebrity. Of here. Yeah, unbelievable. I so many. I could not believe that that was the thing that they were like, what do I tell you to do? <laughs> well, you get a fucking thermos and you just you put a fucking pasta in it. Like, that's what they'll do. It's <sighs> so, it was so funny. I it was very, it was really funny because I don't, I like, was like, Hey, is that what Italians do? Because no. I, I, I wasn't sure. And that's how racism yes, starts. Yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> bullshit stereotypes, terrible representations in film, and then that's how racism gets spread. Yes. You open up thermoses at it, Target, and they're filled with pasta. It is blowing my mind right now. I have to ask this. It it was a legitimate joke. Yeah. In the, it's like, it was a joke. Like, it wasn't like a, they weren't like subsing like, like, they weren't positing like this is what actual Italian people do I mean, on their lunch yeah. break. Here, but, but it was like this was this is like an overt joke, yes. right? Yeah. It was a joke. You okay. know what it would have okay. been fucking hilarious? If the guards were drinking goddamn cappuccinos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been really funny. Yeah. And that's if what an, he focuses on if stealing. If an actual yeah. writer had written Hudson Hawk, it would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, because it would have been like like if everybody else was drinking a cappuccino. The entire like, time. Yeah. Like it would have been so funny because it's like that's all he wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, And that could have been like the through line of just the whole movie where yeah. he was just like fight like God, I would just want a cappuccino. And every time he, like, these signs from, uh, like, the above saying, like, you can't have this cappuccino until you finish this job. Correct. So any mobster, like, uh, you know, the Mayflower should have been drinking cappuccinos. Right. One of the bad guys, one of the candy bar kids could have been having a cappuccino and, like, do you want some? And, like, crushed it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, I'd rather dump it down. Like, at every turn, dial up that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. But instead, you put fucking spaghetti in what could hold a cappuccino, receptacle yeah. for cappuccino. <laughs> it's literally, that's what it's made for. Yeah. It's, it's made for coffee. That's so funny. If we can just go back to the qu- quick Kit Kat bit standing like uh, Bruce Willis. I want to promise this to our fans. Uh, in this scene, uh, Kit Kat, who's played by um, uh, Caruso, who is uh, in CSI, he takes off his sunglasses in this scene. And I promise you, I will put something on our Instagram feed. The second he does that, it's going, it'll be this, it'll be that scene, blah, blah, blah. Caruso takes off his sunglasses and then boom, cut to CSI opening. I promise you, <laughs> we are going to put that on our Instagram feed. It's what's going to happen. <laughs> if you do it, though, yeah. be sure to distinguish between CSI Miami. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then Hudson Hawk, Rome, or Vatican City. <laughs> Hudson, yeah, yeah. Vatican City. Vatican yeah. City. CSI Vatican City. Yes. And yeah. also, whoever, if you work for CSI and you're listening to this, CSI Vatican City, fucking go for it. Yeah. Let's see it. Take them down. Yeah, take them down. Oh. It's going to be a lot of, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess that would be CSI or SVU. I mean, SVU <laughs> Vatican City is yeah. really. <laughs> That's really mm. oh, oh. It's funny because it's true. Yes. And it's tragic because it's true. Um, so he like so this heist thing was the only like heist that was like really interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? Like him like because like, it was so he's actually stealing something and actually doing something that looks like cat burglary. Yeah. Oh, why would you say so? <laughs> so but does... he's not singing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, the whole bit of his character is not here. Yeah, 
Um, so then that goes back to your point where they undercut a lot yes. of the things because and like so he does this thing where he um uses mirrors and um to deflect the um the lasers lasers mm-hmm. yes and then um one of the security guards like notices that the mirror is missing and then he looks down and sees that the codex is like surrounded by the mirrors and then he calls it in and he starts running towards it and then um as soon as he gets in there um Hudson Hawk pulls the codex uh, like with a string attached to it out of the um the clutches and then the thing just pop of the the cage thing drops on the security guard. He gets stuck and gas is being filled everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's using a fishing pole. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. He was using a fishing pole. He uses a, he literally fishes it out. Yes. Of the water. Ah, mm-hmm. this is a fun movie. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever gone fishing. <laughs> but I, how try. he would have gotten through the glass case when it was open to then pick it up because it was covered on all sides. Yes. So I don't know how he had the means to attach whatever hook he, yeah. So he didn't, so in this, in this moment, he does not steal the book. (laughs) There is no, no actual physical way for him to to have been able to hook a book at all. I'm just, and especially an old like textbook. It would have been falling apart. Yeah. I mean, at this point, what? It's it's 100, two, 300 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. More than that, I think. Or like, a yeah. Yeah, like 600. 600 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, because yeah. the Renaissance and now, yeah. yeah. About six. Yeah. It would have been no dust. They don't make binding like they yeah. used to. No. Those also- polymers, those glue polymers we have nowadays were not used back then. It was yeah. just like sewn with like, I don't know, sheep's wool. <laughs> it, and this is where National Treasure, if we learned anything, uh, really tells us the true accuracy. It would be the fake one that's actually on display. Yes. And the real one would be in a, in a vault somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you, National Treasure. <laughs> I guess also, also Ocean's 12 has that as well, too. So. It you. sure does. Ocean's 12 <laughs> has everything. I think what they did was they watched Hudson Hawk, <laughs> and they were like, let's give this a shot. And they're even like, they're also in, bring in Bruce Willis. They're also oh, in Italy. Right. Aren't they in Italy in uh, Ocean's 12? France, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. But Bruce Willis is definitely in Ocean's 12. Yes. Is he? Yes. Yeah. He he, he recognizes oh my Julia, God, Julia Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Uh, see? They literally made Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Hold on. Have we uncovered the alchemy of Hudson Hawk <laughs> and shit. Ocean's 12? Holy yes. shit. Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Because they do it all. It's the same bullshit. Mm. But they do it better. Yes. In Ocean's 12. That's fucking crazy. Oh. We really just came on to something, and we yeah. should we should just end the podcast now. <laughs> That's uh, we can't go higher than that. No, no. <laughs> um, so like he's uh, Hudson Hawk, like finally gets out of the uh, Vatican. He lands on a bus, 
and then he lands straight into the seat of where he's supposed to have dinner with uh, yeah. Anna. Yeah. Which is a funny bit. Like, it's it, fine. It, it's a callback back yeah. to when he died on the building. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I believe, like, if you've seen the movie Jacob's Ladder, you know that he revisits his death multiple times. Yes. In that movie. This is definitely a Jacob Ladder situation. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, like, in... No, so if he truly died at minute 23, and then he is in hell, and this is his sort of dissension... He's going to call back to that moment uh-huh. where he then goes into this is the second layer of hell. Yes. <laughs> this would make sense. Yeah. As we continue. Sure. So essentially it's true because this is purgatory. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or this is the levels of Dante's Inferno. Yes. Yeah. Hudson Hawk at 23 minutes after Hudson Hawk started, it becomes Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Dante's Inferno. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and ciao. <laughs> handsome, ciao. handsome, and you do the accents well. I yeah. don't know. Oh, pretty good, Adam. <laughs> so, um, like, he lets it slip that he was in prison, and which turns her on. And then they end up at her home. Well, I mean, she's a nun, so yes. she hasn't slept with anybody either. Yeah. Oh, right. So yeah. there, she's like, oh, he's on my level. Yeah. <laughs> This is going to be hot. This is going to be like when Bella and Edward finally were both vampires. It's going to fuck some shit up. (laughs) Mary got so excited at that Twilight reference. Thank you. I I wish Twilight was referenced more in this movie um, or in this podcast. Uh, uh, I will say the most unromantic cut to uh, that I've ever seen was in this next segment where they go from like hot and heavy and spicy and spicy to cut to Bruce Willis shirtless just being massaged which is like dude hell yeah bro yourself yeah like he's beautiful okay and she's gonna swoon his ass yes he is also he if you know anything about you know bodies and visual cinema like laura mulvey's um visual pleasure in narrative cinema text you know that he is the coveted object in that scene because he is the naked one yes he is on display that is so funny he is what they want you to look at that is so funny he in that moment so also from a from a male subjectivity that's gay this is the gay, gay-ish, right? Because yeah. right. male's looking at another male oh, in yeah. a sexual That's so way. so true. And also, he's on the bottom. <laughs> so his whole, like, everything about his positioning was like, God, they're subverting so many things that call back to the fact that, like, he's in prison, he hasn't got any, he has no power, like, that he's a, he's, he's trapped or caged. Or, yeah. There's so many, ugh. Like, gay undertones in, yes. in this. Oh. I'm not, I mean, not gay undertones, but, like, this is the 1990s, right? This is the height of the first sort of, I think, third wave of feminism yeah. uh-huh. where women have like gone into the 80s workforce and are trying. So this is like same thing with Die Hard where he is emasculated and it's the whole reason why like his wife went to work and like that's why he's in the building. <laughs> Hudson Hawk is just like, well, he's got to, he, he hasn't had sex so he just doesn't have his full power back. And, like, <laughs> that's why he can't do anything. Oh my gosh. Also, the, are you saying the cappuccino is an allegory, al- allegory he, he for gets, sex? Yes, because he, At well, the end, he gets it and he for, has his full power back. It's that he is feminized throughout the film next to every single mm-hmm. other man in that movie. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Right? And then a cappuccino is not, and Daniello says it his character is like your foo foo yes. coffee mm. drink. Yes, this is a this is a design. This is a '90s designer man who's a little bit more in touch with his femininity, right? Right, mm. right. Even though he's been in jail for ten years, like 
So he still adopted this sort of 90s soft male thing. That's Bruce Willis's entire shtick yeah. throughout his career until recently where yeah. he's become like a man's man. Yes. It's it's rich. Yeah. It's like a femi- the feminist read on Hudson Hawk, like the queering <laughs> feminist read is thick. Yeah, I and, love it. And next I hour we'll it. get it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love would, it, yeah. If I did that, we would be here all day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and like... Anna, like, at this point, like, Anna, like, lets him in on what's happening. She's been tracking the Mayflowers. After finally, like, at this point, he finally gets a cappuccino. And then as soon as he takes a sip, he gets knocked out again because she laced it so that, um, because it turns out that the CIA is also working with her. They're all working together. Yes. It, it, at this point, it doesn't really matter. Like, the, like, why do we need to keep on twisting this, like, narrative yeah. to, like, um, this cat and mouse game, really? But so he gets that he should not have gotten a sip of a cappuccino. And yet. I yeah. guess you can argue that it's not a true cappuccino because it had the thing in it, I yes. guess. And the thing that he wants was poisonous. For sure. I but guess. then you could say, like, the reason why, if you go into the feminist read, the reason why is because it was she gave it to him. <laughs> right? Like, that she is the feminine thing and that's what she's supposed to be. And so that's why he can't get it yet. Right, right. It's like a whole... Mm, like he needs to be the masculine one and that's what she's trying to do right she's trying to trick him into going and doing the thing that he needs to do right that he doesn't want to do mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yes very yes <clears throat> very much agree but sorry like we need to keep on going know, we're sorry. like we're almost done there's and, so much more of this yes. film, but we should should we skip to like a like a, a more dr- dramatic part of the film? I guess like yes. uh, maybe because the next part is they're supposed to rob the Louvre. Yes, it just is done for them because yeah. I think they were like, "Fuck it, let's yeah, skip." We ran I out of time. Ran yeah. out of money. Can't yeah. go to Paris. Yeah. So <laughs> let's just stay here. So terrorists happen and they explode, and they wake up to uh, a double, triple cross. Yes, with uh, and then uh, the Kit Kats and the. Hershey bars show up in uh, uh, Andy McDowell's apartment after Bruce Willis tries to have sex with her that night or something like that, right? Yeah, because, like, okay, so Tommy is, like, he finally realizes that Tommy's, like, working with the Mayflowers, and then he fights with him, and then— They do a fake-out death. Yeah, fake-out death, but then, like, the the candy bars find out that uh, Tommy was double-crossing them, and then— they paralyze them in like the weirdest way. It's like super like nineties. And then pose them in a very yes. effeminate way. Yes. Yeah. Telling oh you. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um and then like and then Andy McDowell shows up and she gets like uh hit by whatever it was. And paralyzed then she, from the neck down. Yes. Yeah. And then she gets kidnapped. And then there was like a bomb. Like, there's a bomb gun. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, there's a grenade launcher, but they weirdly make it to it's a timed bomb that shoots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you have to set the timer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then, um, but they figure out how to get out of it, and they kill two of the candy bar CIA people. Uh, They kill Milky Way Mm -hmm. and... No, Kit Kat is still alive. Snickers. Snickers, yes. Mikhail Snickers and Almond Joy. Almond yes. Joy. That's what it was, yeah. I hate Almond Joy. Yeah. Oh, God. That's so gross. No, I love the actress. Why, so. why do they give that? Why do they give the black woman the worst candy bar? Some bullshit. <laughs> that is the bullshit. Some bullshit. Um, so outside of Da Vinci's castle, uh, Hudson Hawk and uh, Tommy oh, right. show up By to the save- way, Da Vinci was not rich. He did not own a fucking castle. It- <laughs> sure didn't. <laughs> sure. 
He sure was, didn't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, and then they use the bomb gun to get the attention of the Mayflowers and the CIA. Kit gets Kit Kat gets shot, and then all of his like, cause like the Mayflowers are also double crossing the CIA agents mm-hmm. too, and then all of his cards fall out, and it was just like, but before anything, he releases Anna too. Vaguely. Like he think he unties her foot. Yes, she still had her arm. Her hands are still tied. I think he did the arms. Did he do the arms? I think he did. But okay. yeah, well, he really, undoes yeah. something. Yeah, but just she very looks small. in the very next edit. She looks still very much yeah. constrained. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they make their way up uh, through the castle. They start singing together. This is the second instance of the singing. Uh, but Tommy is cornered by the butler, and um, and then and it's during this time because they're split up. Like Hudson Hawk does that weird Looney Tunes fake out, like bending. The like, weird ass fight where yes. the CIA guy is, uh, he's very good at kung fu, kind of almost like a like a weirdly nineties amalgam of all martial arts he type of thing. He sort of harkens back to um, the Colonel in Rambo. Right, he's oh, dressed yeah. very similarly with the beret. With the beret, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the camouflage is hyper color because it's the '90s, not the '80s. Weirdly purple, like a weird choice for yeah. camouflage and being the bad guy. I mean, oftentimes, I'm running through purple force. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just when I'm on drugs, when Weirdly, I'm being yeah, them, yeah. it's not when normal normal times. But um, yeah, yes. Yeah. So uh, Hudson Hawk like fights. This is the fight, and then um, like Tommy and. Uh, Darwin ends up in like the limo, and the and then he Tommy gets trapped in it, and then he falls off a cliff, I think, and explodes. Right, yes. something yes. like that. Um, and then in a fit of rage, like Hudson Hawk just fights Darwin, but gets knocked out again. Yes, yes, he's so terrible at fighting. Um, the next morning, they get brought into the machine room of. Of this giant castle, mm-hmm. and then um, to put together the pieces, because Hudson Hawk gets threatened to put. I don't know why, like he had to put it together uh, because oh. he has good sleight of hand. I guess, but also zero reason. Yeah, no, it's devoid of any logic. It should have been Andy McDowell, right? Yeah, because she has the expertise. Yeah, like it made. I was like, what? Like they're also, purposely undercutting the woman in yes, this. Yes, to be well. What is fucking new? <laughs> Hashtag patriarchy. But like that's what I'm saying. Like, come on. Like, story is story. Like, why do we? Ha- why did that have to happen? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, she's it. From from the next five minutes, you're gonna see her become a cogent agent of the Vatican to like a wildly helpless woman. Yes. yes. Who's just incapable of doing anything. Yeah, Honorable no. mention for her dolphin impression that happened in the previous scene. Yes. Because that was hilarious. Yes. And it was like, finally, some some personality. This yeah. is why she's a, a movie star. Yeah. But yes. Um, but her expressions still didn't change. <laughs> Andy McDowell is not known for emoting. Yeah. No. But, yeah. The dolphin was a cool, like was the, dolphin, a, the biggest thing I've ever ama- seen her do. Yeah. Totally amazing. Yeah. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But I'm just saying her face didn't change. <laughs> no, no. Um, so there's a, like an evil speech by Darwin before the machine turns on and he like screams, Eureka, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because um, they're making gold. Yes. They're turning. Oh, we yes, forgot to that's say right. that. The machine that Da Vinci built apparently was made to for bronze to turn lead into bronze to make statues. But then there was a war. 
So the machine accidentally upgrades that bronze to gold, baby. Yeah. And then everybody wants yeah, it. Baby. And he knew that that was bad yeah. because he knows capitalism, yeah. even though it wasn't invented yet. Uh, he knows rich people and he yeah. knows the church. And so he hid it amongst the church things. I don't know. You figure that one yeah. out. But. Yeah. And then so I guess uh, Darwin wants to flood the market with gold. And then bring it, yeah, destroy the economy and then be control it. Completely, I yes. guess. That, funny, that's the part I had the most trouble grasping. <laughs> yes. I was like, what's your tactic? <laughs> and I rewound so it. I rewound it, and I went to go watch it the third time. And Sandra Bernhardt, God love her, just real hard to listen to <laughs> repeatedly. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Don't, I still don't understand it because she's shouting it. Yes. Like if your math teacher shouted it at you or an econ teacher was shouting at you like, the Dow Jones, da, da, you're just like, I don't understand. I'm, and I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm more focused on the pitch rather yes. than the message. Yeah. So we're at, like close to the end. I'm just going to like run through it. Yeah. Running through it. Um, just like the just like just, the editors did. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, so – this is the fourth finale of this movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So Hudson Hawk, how he wins is by not putting together the crystal correctly. He keeps like but, he's. But there's only three pieces. There's yes. three pieces, but then he one of the pieces can break off to another separate piece apparently because yes. he breaks it. Yeah, and then he they put it in and it explodes the uh, machine, in. It, like, kills the Mayflowers. The butler fights with Hudson Hawk, who, I'm like, why? Your bosses are dead. Like, just. It's pure evil. And now he's got two knife hands, not just one knife. Yeah, double knives. After they fight with the dog also, then they. Bob, I'll go bye-bye. Oh, but you forget, during this entire sequence, there is a gun available, but Andy McDowell, because she's a woman. Yeah cannot manage to fire it in a way that would kill or help Hudson Hawk. It only hurts him because she's right. so dainty or yeah. not any, just in, it's in, she's incapable of helping in any way. And also she's an agent of the Vatican. Like she, she knows how to fucking yeah, kill people. Yeah. Though, okay. Like if you work for the Vatican, people die. Yeah. And that's, Especially with a gun that isn't on a silencer? No fucking way. <laughs> no. And then they end up on a flying device from Da Vinci, like from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. They land in a field with kids. They end up <laughs> making out on the way to getting a cappuccino. They run into a very much alive Tommy. And Who comes off a donkey. <laughs> Just like the guy in the beginning. <laughs> Callback. Comes off a donkey. Back. Oh, yeah, yeah. It comes off a donkey and then is completely exploded like uh, like a Looney Tunes cartoon yes. after like a, a fake bomb goes off. Yeah. Um, it, tur- it ends on a freeze frame of Hudson Hawk. Oh, but wait. Right. The best joke in the movie. What? How he survives. Fucking airbags, baby. No, <laughs> Which no. are new things in the 90s oh, that save people, It was right? airbags and there was a sprinkler, sprinkler system. system in the back. <laughs> But this is a moment to talk about the 90s airbags and how they're saving everybody from yeah. collision. Like fucking yeah. airbags, baby. Like it was just like the, the old biggest, and new, yeah. Yeah. But it ends on a freeze frame of Hudson Hawk triumphantly drinking his cappuccino. Fastest cappuccino I've ever seen drunk. <laughs> Took it in one fucking swoop. He didn't like see, blow on it. The real Italians 
drinking in one in one shot. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's that he that's his homage to sure. being really really sure. Italian. If yeah. he's gulping down <laughs> his '90s pro feminist masculinity in one fell swoop, yep, he's done it. He won. <laughs> that man can swallow a lot of foam oh, all Jesus at once. Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, let's take a break. Podcast. <laughs> And welcome back. Um, at this point, we do our trailers, and I'll go first, Casey, so don't worry. No, I'm not worried at all. In a world where... There's a cat burglar who's handsome, super handsome, like, like, like so handsome that your face is going to melt off. (laughs) And so charming at the same time, too. So it's like that combo. But he dies. And then the next two hours of this film is him trying to escape this hell. This is Hudson Hawk in where he is roped into a weird and bizarre conspiracy and robbing the Vatican. And oh yeah, hell's at the Vatican. So he's trying to escape via, I I don't know, you just gotta watch the movie. This is Hudson Hawk. (laughs) I thought that was inspired. I moved. It was a trailer. Mary, we've done this 30 times. Yes. Never have I heard you just tell a, uh, for the potential person watching this as a trailer narrator. I don't know. Just watch it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's going to, like, on YouTube, there's yeah. YouTube features that are coming up. Be like, I don't know, bro. Just watch it. <laughs> just, I don't know. Just watch it. Just turn it on. Yeah. Okay. It is your turn. And um, I, I should mention that it would be nice for you to start with in a world. Oh. Yes. Yeah. But you don't have to. Okay. In a world, oh man, it's so hard because you can go in so many directions. In a world where white men get released from prison or even go to prison, (laughs) one man named Hudson Hawk, a New Jerseyan, has a dream of starting a small boutique cappuccino shop in New York City, only to find out that rent has increased by about a billion dollars. <laughs> he stumbles across a, a group of just, you know, easygoing gangsters who partner with him to steal this machine that makes literal gold. <laughs> Primed to reach back into his pockets of, you know, skill sets that are like sleuthing and, and memorizing the, the time it takes for a song. He concocts a plan to steal all the elaborate things that Leonardo DiCaprio have purchased in his, I don't know. No, I have no, I can't Leonardo, even save it. Leonardo DiCaprio? Like, yeah. No, okay, okay, no, I okay, changed okay. it to Leonardo DiCaprio. I think okay. that's much more interesting. No one knows who Leonardo da Vinci is anymore, but everybody knows Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know. 
In a world that's fantastic and fun, Hudson Hawk, a very charming and good-looking, but down on his luck, uh, cat burglar, gets roped into an elaborate plan by billionaires because they just want to own things. <laughs> they go up against the Catholic Church because they're the ones who own things. And the way that he steals stuff is by singing songs because he still can't afford a Walkman. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Because he's from New Jersey. <laughs> they have a part. Cory Booker hasn't fixed it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come to our close. Casey, do you have anything to plug? Any social media or anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find me at, at Casey Christine um, on all of the social medias. I produce a 22-episode digital series called Take One Thing Off. It just got nominated for a Streamy uh, oh! for Best Indie Series. Oh, congrats. Yeah. congrats. And uh, we found out yesterday that it got into Slam Dance. So Whoa! Park City, Utah, baby. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, and you can find me on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Um, I have a very serious blog called uh, Butch Girl's Guide to Becoming a Woman. If you are so inclined to become a woman, um, and I don't know all of the things. I was on the road. Oh, word. Um, yeah. I'm like a speaker person. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and I'm starting a podcast Ooh. called Highly Problematic <laughs> Race, Gender, and Sexual Representation awesome. in Film and, and Digital Media. Awesome. Right. Right. So maybe one day you can be guests. Yes. And we, we can would talk love about it. the sexualization of Hudson Hawk. Yes. I, I could go on at least two more hours about it. So oh, thank you. I can't wait. This is a blast. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much for thank having you for, me. Yeah. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mary H. Be win. Uh, you can follow the show. Everything's on our website at innerworldpod.com. And then late, like, rate, review, subscribe, yeah. everything. Yeah, leave do a all, review. Do all the things. Yes. Yeah. Do all the things. Our, um, our next episode will be Hellboy. Yes. Correct? Yes. That's coming out 2019's Hellboy yes. with David Harborough. And it's very similar to this film <laughs> as far as pacing. So enjoy it. Watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about it next week. Um, anyways, happy 2020. <laughs> 2020. Because we're technically in 2020 right now. Yes. Anyways, and go out and vote, please. We 2020. 2020. Look, I've dropped enough Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker things. Like, yeah. we got it. Yeah. yeah we Bloomberg. Got, yeah. Uh, uh, not, not, <laughs> not, not Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Um, anyways, have a good night. Yeah.